Uh, if you are watching with your children, that is a terrible idea because there's a strong possibility these questions are going to involve all sorts of sexual things, probably some profanity, and Joe loves to drop an F-bomb. Free tacos. Free tacos. Beer. much for joining i am david the brewery buddy we are here for florida's own free tacos podcast action team trivia season two we are on episode gosh i think we're 14 right now uh if you are watching with your children that is a terrible idea because there's a strong possibility these questions are going to involve all sorts of sexual things probably some profanity and joe loves to drop an f-bomb uh, you can't see him. He's off the camera here. We got Joe with the show. We got Holy Sister Lisa. We got uh, DJ Pizza off to the side here. And DJ Pizza is also one for her foul mouth. Uh, it's just known on the internet. Uh, she's basically a profanity influencer. That's what we call her. Uh, real quick before we get started, though, if you wanted to buy yourself a Florida Hot Passport, but you've always thought they were too expensive, right now is a perfect time for you to go ahead, sign on to hotpassport.com, and go and use the promo code FREETACOS, all capital letters, no space, and you can get $5 off your own Florida Hot Passport, which includes 76 breweries, 75 really, because one of them is not open. Uh, not yet. They're going to open it in April. Um, and you get a first two beers or half off on each one. So basically, you can make your money back in the first five breweries that you visit. So definitely check this out. Um, it'll actually work on anything on the Hot Passport website. So if you want to buy something for somewhere closer to where you live, feel free to do that too. Uh, also, if you right now go to Apple Podcasts and like and leave a comment, we'll go ahead and enter into a drawing to win your very own hot passport for florida which we will send to you whenever we do the drawing um but you're gonna get entered to a drawing and we will talk about that probably in a week or so all right so we are currently about to start trivia so who is ready everybody ready out there in facebook world Yay. everybody's ready let's get going uh, our categories tonight are going to be crazy history, musical musings, movie mysteries, laughable laws, and Disney discourse. Three of those you knew were coming. Two of them you also knew were coming. It's just a matter of time. So let's get started with our crazy history questions. Joe's girlfriend's up on the screen here with her giant cock. And uh, let's move into question number one. Oh, hey, here's the thing. I'm going to go ahead and give a, uh, I guess a trivia point system i've finalized it i'm going to tell you exactly how much each question is worth how much if you're the closest but not correct if nobody gets it correct and how much if you make me laugh which will be more than if you got it right so here we go moving on to question number one Founded on April 3rd, 1860 by william russell alexander majors and william wadle this American company lasted only 18 months before it closed on October 26th, 1861. Alexander Majors was a religious man and required all 6,000 men who were employed to take an oath that they don't swear, drink, or quarrel or fight with any other employee. He even gave each of them a special edition Bible to go along with the $125 a month paycheck. What company was this? And... If you see the upgraded pixels, this, this man right here is Alexander Majors. We just call him the A-Mage. That's, uh, that's what everybody called him back in 1860s. So, uh, let's see, what are we at? What company was it that uh, Alexander Majors made sure that everybody didn't swear, drink, or fight with the people they worked with? Uh, let's go with DJ Pizza. Uh, uh, American Company only lasted 18 months. In that sounds very hard. 1860 to 1861. 
It's so definitely it's, something you've heard of. So it's wartime. So wartime. Uh, oh, by the way, this will be 100 points if you get it right, 50 points if you're the closest person, 200 points if you make me laugh. Mm, it's definitely something we've heard of. Definitely something you've heard of. And it only lasted 18 months. 18 months. DJ Pizza, what do you got for a guess? I don't know. <laughs> Holy Sister Lisa, what do you got for a guess? I don't know. I can't think of anything. All right. On Facebook, we've got Quaker Oats from Lee. We've got uh, the company that mass produces <laughs> Confederate flags from my nephew, Eric. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, boxing gloves from Chrissy. Uh, we've got Wagon Trains, says Big Mama K. Uh, we've got whatever company David's Hat is from today. Oh, this is actually from Hot Passport. We just talked about that. Uh, Mama K says Pony Express. What? Uh, Mama K, how many guesses are you making? <laughs> I need you to calm down over there. All right, back to DJ Pizza. What do we got? Jackie's at Kellogg's. Uh... Oh, Kellogg's. The Confederate Post Office. Confederate Post Office. Holy Sister Lisa. Dildos. Dildos. I would say dildos too. Dildos as well. Uh, I'm going to give 200 points to Eric for making me laugh, and then we're going to talk about the real answer. Here we go. Operated by the Central Overland California Pikes Peak Express Company, which owns stagecoaches that started the Pony Express. Whoa. Big Mama K gets herself 100 points uh, for being correct. Uh, and I'm actually going to give her 100 points twice because she was right both times. She said a company that owns stagecoaches and the Pony Express, so she gets 100 points twice. Eric, uh, for making me laugh. And I'm going to give Holy Sister Lisa uh, 50 points for mentioning dildos because that will always get a laugh. Don't let your kids watch. I've said this 100 times. Uh, this, for 18 months, was the most important form of communication to help keep California connected to the rest of the United States. When the Transcontinental Telegraph opened in October of 1861, the Pony Express became obsolete. Eric says, this is way too early for dildos. Dildos were created by Thomas Dildo in the 1960s. For being mildly historically incorrect, Eric gets another 50 points to match Holy Sister Lisa's 50 points. All right, moving on to question number two. On November 9th, 1970, the Oregon State Highway Division decided after three days of deliberation to use a half a ton of dynamite to blow up what object that was in the way? Pieces of this item ended up landing a quarter of a mile away. What is it that the Oregon State Highway Division decided to blow up? The Oregon Trail. A mountain. The whole trail? A mountain? A volcano. And a volcanic rock. All right, going to Facebook. Facebook, what did the Oregon uh, State Highway Division decide to blow up on November 9th, 1970? I just chose this because I thought it was a pretty view, but it literally has nothing to do with the answer. And I have no idea why the Highway Division was brought in to blow this up. So, hmm. Captain is super entranced by his own tail right now he's twitching he's going after his tail all right so we have uh, a rock from a landside we've got a volcano we've got a uh, meteor james Lindsay paquette is in here and he says hippies uh i'm gonna give him 50 oh this is again another 100 points if you get it right uh 50 points if you're closest and uh 200 points if you make me laugh I'm only going to give James 50 points for actually uh, getting the next question right. Uh, a boulder of some kind, says Chrissy. And no, a hipster camp. I'm going to give James another 50 points for getting three questions from now's question right. Uh, no, uh, it's like, it's in laughable laws. You got one of those questions right. Uh, so the actual answer is... Boop, 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 boop. 
Uh, it was actually a 23-year-old named James Thornton of the Oregon State Highway Division who was so confident that the best way to get rid of a beached sperm whale that had been rotting on the beach for three days... Jackie Who did? Jackie. I didn't see Jackie. She's here. Well, she's not on mine. Yeah, she guessed a whale. I don't... I saw Kellogg's, but I didn't see a whale, so... Alright, we're going... Uh, Jackie gets 250 points for coming in late and hot. Two, 250 for being correct. Yeah, see that one. I knew that and completely forgot, says Eric. Zero points. Uh, uh, well, I saw her last answer. I just didn't see this one. So, um, so they had no idea how much dynamite that would be needed. Uh, so they used half a ton to take the 16,000-pound whale. Uh, military vet, a military veteran explained that a half a ton would be way too much, and 20 sticks would probably be enough. But since they didn't listen, chunks of this whale rained down on onlookers as far as a quarter of a mile away. So, uh, so I'm going to go 250 points to Jackie, 50 points twice for James Vincent for being prolific, and we're moving on to the next question. Because I love blowing stuff up. The 1970s were rife with explosions. In 1979, during a doubleheader at Kaminsky Park on July 12th against the Detroit Tigers, Steve Dahl, a local Chicago DJ, encouraged a promotion where anyone who brought a record could get into the game for only 98 cents. Between the two games, Steve Dahl would explode a pile of records on the field what type of records were spectators required to bring to the game in order to get into the promotion? Disco. DJ says disco. I know about this. That's a good answer. People hated disco in the 70s. People loved disco in the 70s. Disco is the 70s. It depends who you are. I'm going to go disco. Jackie said disco. Jackie says disco. I saw it this time. James Zinsenbach's cat did disco. Lee Douglas says disco. We have uh, two for disco. Holy Sister Lisa, are you also on the disco train? Yeah. Everybody's on the disco train so far. I'm driving it. Joe's driving the train. All right. Uh, we got Boogie says Chrissy. I don't know how I feel about Boogersnot records. Boogersnot? It says Boogie, so I assume... Eric says stand-up comedy album after he says that he didn't see Jackie. Baseball team record, says Mama K. She's like, bring who's on first. <laughs> you, get, you get in for a dollar. I would tell everyone to bring a country album. No, oh, how dare you. Yeah. So do you want disco or do you want country? No, I'm going to stick with disco. <laughs> but she wants the blow up the country one. But I want to blow up the country. There, it, one in every four country songs is about alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It's all terrible. Is the answer country? If it is, I'll stick with that. I'm not going to tell you yet. <laughs> you have to guess now. Fine. So not cool. This is why we're not friends, Nicole. Uh, it'll be, Fire! since this is the third question in the category, it'll be 200 points for a correct answer. Uh, 100 points for the person who gets the closest if they don't have the correct answer. And it will be um, minus 50 points if you said one thing and then changed your answer. And it will be uh, 300 points if you can make me laugh. Okay. So, uh, so far we've got country, uh, disco, disco, disco. Are you sticking with disco? Yes. Okay. Uh... All right, since we got so many answers, I'm moving on to the answer. Steve Dahl was an anti-disco shock jock jockey hoping to end disco. So that goes ahead and gives us 200 points for Joe, 200 points for Holy Sister Lisa, 200 points, uh, boop, 200, 200. Um, DJ Pizza gets 200. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, who's Lisa? And I was like, holy sister, Lisa's Lisa. I just did not do it right. Uh, I got I got disco here from Jackie. Uh, Lee, James. And 
Uh, Chrissy says boogie, and I'm not buying it because boogie and disco are not the same thing. Sorry, Chrissy. I can't give you the points for that. Uh, well, this promotion was a success the night before. The stadium that has a 44,492-seat occupancy only held 15,520 fans. On this night, the promotion brought in anywhere from 5, uh, 50,000 to 55,000 spectators into the park, with another estimated 20,000 left standing outside. Steve Dahl dressed in an army helmet and fatigues and set out to explode the records, which he did, leaving a huge hole in the the outfield and then the riots started <laughs> bases were stolen fires were lit players ran for cover and even a 21 year old Michael Clark Duncan stole a bat from the dugout then the police showed up and arrested 39 people the damage was so bad that the White Sox actually had to forfeit the second game boof that moves us on to our next category, Musical Musings. And I'm going to be honest, barely any of these are about music, so bear with me. In the song Civil War from Guns N' Roses, they sample the line, What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week. Which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. This is actually a movie. This is from a movie made in 1967. What movie was this line originally from? Super famous. And you guys are going to be like, as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Dr. Shivago. Dr. Shivago. Repeat the whole line again. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. It's at the very beginning of Civil War from Guns N' Roses. We have one, two, three Cool Hand Lukes. Jackie even says, get them boiled eggs ready. Eric also says, Dr. Shivago. Lee Douglas says, eat the eggs. Dr. Strangelove. No, it's Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove, not Dr. Shivago. My bad. <laughs> what do we got? DJ Pizza. Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke. Are you sticking with Shivago? No. You think it's probably Cool Hand Luke. Hello, Mrs. Robin, says, says Mama Kay. Uh, for a question, they'll get you 200 points for the correct answer, 100 points uh, if you're the closest uh, and nobody else gets it, and uh, 300 points if you make me laugh. Uh, the answer here is... Starring Struther Martin as the captain, he delivers this line to a chain gang working roadside upon the capture and return of Paul M Newman's Lucas Jackson. The titular character in Cool Hand Luke. That gives 200 points to DJ. 200 points to Holy Sister Lisa. 200 points to DJ Pizza. 200 points to Lee. Let me scroll back up. I do have to admit, Jackie. though, I heard it in Jim Carrey's voice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in East Ventura. It's probably in Cable Guy is probably what it is. Oh, maybe. Because oh, he does yeah. a lot of movies oh. from that. Uh, James Simpson-Pequette gets another 200 points. Uh, Jackie gets another 200 points. Uh, and then both uh, Lee and Jackie get 300 points for dropping in the boiled eggs. Uh, which would be fun of you guys if you saw the movie. Also, Eric just said, let's get back to dildo-related questions. So I'll go ahead and just drop 300 points on Eric because dildo questions always make me laugh. Uh, Dennis Hopper and Harry Dean Stanton also appear in this film, directed by Stuart Rosenberg. Uh, the quote, what we've got here is a failure to communicate, was listed as the number 11 on the American Film Institute's 100 Years, 100 Movie Quotes list. 
Alright, let's actually talk about music now. Sold in 2011 for $15.9 million American. Lady Blunt is considered the most expensive musical instrument of all time. Originally made in 1721 and named after Lady Anne Blunt, the co-founder of the uh, Crabbit Arabian Stud, one of the which is one of the first owners of this instrument. What type of instrument is Lady Blunt? A bong. A bong. A bong. <laughs> <laughs> Eric gets another 50 points because Eric said, what's the difference between a dildo and a dead body? I have them both in my closet. Wait, I screwed them up. Eric gets another 50 points. All right. You said it's Arabian? It was- uh, no, uh, Lady Anne Blunt was the co-founder of the uh, Cabot Arabian Stud. I don't know what that is, but that's what she was. That's why she's famous. And that is what the instrument is named after. She was one of the first owners of this instrument. Which we so far have uh, a, like a, like a fiddle? we have a violin, a skin flute, a harp, a fiddle, a dildo, and a harp. And you say a fiddle? I'm gonna go yeah. fiddle. Fiddle, fiddle. fiddle. D- another fiddle. Yeah. Joe is just going with the flow. Yeah, he should be he should be Joe with the flow and not Joe <laughs> with the show tonight. <laughs> right. We have an oboe, says Michael. Um. All right, so uh, there's actually somebody who got the exact answer correct. Uh, and as much as I love dildos, so I'm going to go ahead and give 50 points to everybody who said dildo or vibrator. Um, let's see, who said uh, skin flute? Uh, said James Wilson Paquette. He gets 50 points. Uh, Jackie said dildo, so she gets 50 points. Uh, but the real answer is uh, sold originally built in 1721 by Antonio Stradivari. Lady Blunt is a violin, not a fiddle. So it's kind of, but it's not. Uh, So Jackie's going to go ahead and get herself 500 points because I just changed the point totals as we were sitting here. And uh, in fact... Since it has seen very little use and mostly been owned by collectors, Lady, Bl- Lady Blunt is one of the two best-preserved Stradivarius violins in existence. It went to auction in 2011 as part of a charity, charity event to raise funds for the 2011 uh, Tohaku Volcano and Tsunami. The previous record for a Stradivarius was in 2010 when the Molitor Stradivarius sold for $3.6 million. This is basically five times as much, which is awesome. Jennifer Lopez is gorgeous. Even at 51 years old, she is unbelievably beautiful and a talented actress and singer. In 2010, Jennifer Lopez was the inspiration for the creation of what search service? We have one bing. What is the difference between a a fiddle and a violin? The answer, Lee Douglas, is the South. That is the difference. The devil didn't go down to Georgia for a Stradivarius fight. He went down there for a fiddle fight. All right. So we have one bing. Uh... Joe, with the show, what do you got for an answer? Opera. Uh, opera, the, the... Okay. Opera is definitely a search... Uh, I, I mean, it's an internet service. Uh, Holy Sister Lisa. Still thinking. Still thinking. All right, here's what we've got for answers. Uh, we've got Eric says Google Image Search. Chrissy says Butt Insurance. Michael says Google Photos. Lee says Firefox. Holy Sister Lisa says... Firefox, that sounds good. Firefox, awesome. Again, uh, this is going to be 300 points if you get it right. 150 points if you're the closest person without getting it right. And uh, 500 points if you make me laugh.
So Chrissy gets 500 points for butt insurance. Which is totally not even close to a thing I asked. So we got Google Images from Jackie. And I think that's oof. probably about enough time. Let's move on to the answer for question number six. In 2010, we also have Ask Jeeves. Jackie, just be good with yourself. Eric, same thing. Both of you. Stop being dumb. You're going to lose points for being dumb. Her dress... Michael, same thing for you. Why, why did the three people who got it right went ahead and dropped in stupid answers afterwards to make me want to take points away? Uh... In 2010, Google searches were limited to the pages of text with links for the results. The number one search result in 2010 was Jennifer Lopez in her exotic green Versace dress. This caused developers to create Google Images. Like this is a, I pulled this without having to do any Photoshopping. This is like a real thing that you can Google. Uh, so now we can search for sexy and nude pictures. Thanks, Jenny from the block. Boop. All right, that's going to go ahead and give 500 points to the three people who decided to change their answers, which is uh, Eric for 500, Michael for 500, and uh, that was Chrissy, right? Chrissy for 500, who all said um, Google Images. Yep. Nope, Google said button insurance. It was Jack. Jackie said it. Chrissy, you don't get 500 twice. Jackie said 500. Okay, moving on to the next question in Musical Musings. Nope, we're moving on to Movie Mysteries. Boop. It's showing up eventually. There it is. All right. Tom Hanks has played a lot of real-life people. Fred Rogers, Walt Disney, astronaut Jim Lovell, Carl Hamreddy from Catch Me If You Can is a real-life person named Agent Joe Shea, Congressman Charlie Wilson, Captain Richard Phillips, James B. Donovan in Bridge of Spies, Ben Bradley from The Post, and he played a mustachioed man named Michael Sullivan in what 2002 film directed by Sam Mendes. So what movie did he play a mustachioed character named Michael Sullivan? We have Monsters, Inc., is very close. <laughs> we got two, three Sullys. No, Sully was later, wasn't it? I think it was later. It might have been. Castaway. I was thinking Castaway too. Castaway, Castaway. Is he mustachioed in that movie? He has a beard. Yeah, I don't remember at the beginning. Uh... All right, so we've got three, four, five Sullys. We have a Pound Hog Day. Which gets James doesn't pick at 500 points. James is not going to get a single thing right, but he's going to end up winning for funny answers. We got Sully and Monsters, Inc. <laughs> no, that was John Goodman who did that. That was John Goodman, Chrissy. But it still gets you 50. It didn't make me laugh as much as Pound Hog Day. But it made me laugh nonetheless. And that was not one of the answers I was anticipating. Joe, it's a show. What do you got? Dildos. Dildos. 50 points for Joe. <laughs> this, is, this is basically like if you were on uh, the Buzz Lightyear ride and you just hold down the thing, you'll still get points if you just hold it down. Uh, if you just say dildos, you'll get 50 points. Make me laugh. If you make me laugh without dildos, you'll get extra points. Chrissy said she's high. Oh, <laughs> Are you in a hot air balloon? Zach and Jerry the porn <laughs> All right, 500 points for DJ Pizza. Uh, still very inaccurate. Uh, Mama K says Mr. Banks. Uh, and Lisa is commenting on people's comments. Uh, all right, so Sully is a 2016 film directed by Clint Eastwood, where Tom Hanks plays a mustachioed Chelsea Sully Sullenberger. The 2002 film Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks plays gangster Michael Sullivan, who is based on real, who is based on real life gangster Michael Sullivan, 
Oh, sorry. Real life gangster Dan Drost. If you hadn't seen Road to Perdition, check it out. It's about Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks's Tom Tommy Gun, Tommy Hanks Gun. He's a to- he's a Tommy Gun toting gangster, killing a bunch of other gangsters to keep his son safe. His son, also Michael Sullivan, but a junior, is played by Tyler Hochelin. Tyler Hochelin who played Michael Sullivan Jr. at the end of Road to Perdition, ends up on a farm with people he's not related to to raise him. Just like Superman. In fact, Tyler Hochelin looks a lot like Superman, doesn't he? Well, maybe not in that picture. But he does, because it turns out he would end up playing Clark Kent slash Superman later in his career. What property, what TV show, movie, VHS tape, cartoon, did Tyler Hochelin play the last son of Krypton? He <laughs> the dog, Michael Sullivan. Uh. Smallville. Eric gets eight more points. We got a Smallville guess from DJ Pizza. Lisa says we have no. We're we're going back to old school. Holy sister Lisa, I have no idea. This is this is back in the early day where we would give Lisa beers and she'd be like, I have no idea. I didn't think this was a beer. Uh, all right. <laughs> Joe. Joe with the show. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. So we got a Simpsons. No idea. We got a small bill. We've got one, two, three small bills. Gloria started watching. Hi, Gloria C. Joyner. South Park. We got another South Park. We got two South Parks. Four small bills. Any other guesses? And I will tell you, there's about seven correct answers for this. What? Seven correct answers? We got Supergirl says Big Mama K. Uh, we got Emmanuel goes to Kansas. Uh, JVP gets 1,200 points because I'm going to give 1,000 points if somebody actually gets this right. We got Arrow says Jackie. Dildoville says Michael for another 1,200 points. Oh I'm telling you, if you don't know the answer, just say vibrator and you win. Uh, Justice League Unlimited says Eric. Wait, Eric, didn't you already guess? Eric said Smallville. Twin Peaks. Wait, you can't. <laughs> All right, anyway, so far there have been two correct answers. So I'm going to go ahead and give 1,000 points uh, to... Big Mama K and Jackie. Uh, so, here we are. Oh, that's a thousand, not a hundred. So, uh, well, you're in luck. Because he's been Mr. Smallville. Not in Smallville, but I just call him that because that's the city he grew up in. Since 2006 on Supergirl, and then on The Flash, Arrow, Batwoman, Legends Tomorrow, and as of February 23rd, 2021, Superman and Lois. He joins the long line of actors to play soups, including George Reeves, Christopher Reeves, Dean Cain, Tom Welling, Henry Cavill, and even Nicolas Cage. The CW, the whole thing. Uh, you already got 1,200 points. You don't need extra points, James. You can't be funny and then be serious. I don't like it. All right, we're moving on to our Star Wars question. Does a Wookiee shit in the woods? The question is, during the filming of Return of the Jedi, the scenes on the forest moon of Endor, they did much filming in the Redwood National Forest, where Peter Mayhew, who plays Chewbacca, had to constantly have bodyguards in brightly colored vests nearby all the time to keep him safe from bear hunters. But that's not all. There were other hunters that were far more aggressive. What were these other people hunting? Bigfoot. We got a Bigfoot guess. Oh, and while we are here, I just want to point out our free Rocco while we're waiting for some other guesses. Free Rocco from uh, Lisa's Celebration Rocks. Definitely check them out on Facebook. Follow them on Facebook. Like them on Facebook. Travel to Celebration Florida which it's totally safe to do now, and uh, find some rocks. And find some rocks. Find some rocks. Post them on Facebook. Tell all your friends, Lisa Celebration Rocks. Thank you for the free Rocco. Free taco, free Rocco. Uh, we've got some pussy from James Vincent Paquette. 
who, despite the fact that he has like two or three children, still hasn't found any himself. Sorry, your kids look like me, James. Uh, we're gonna go and give him 500 points. I'm gonna go with a Bigfoot as well, the Sasquatch. We've got a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch. We got deer, deer hunters, another Bigfoot. We got another Bigfoot from DJ Pizza. We got a Bigfoot from Holy Sister Lisa. Bigfoot from Joe with the show. Gotta go with the flow. Show with the flow. Joe with the flow. Uh, all right. I guess that works. We got we got plenty of Bigfoots here, uh, and this is a, a thousand point question because I love Star Wars. Uh, so I will accept Sasquatch or. Bigfoot right now for a thousand points. Um, oh, we got Illy who got that. Jackie gave me another thousand points. Uh, Big Mama K said deer hunters. Not close. Uh, not close enough that I can give out points. Sorry, mom. A uh, thousand points for Eric. All right. So the answer is because I already said it. People hunting Bigfoot. That's right. Even the Sasquatch isn't safe from fans. Uh, there's this Indiana Jones comic where he finds Bigfoot in the hull of an old spaceship complete with some very familiar remains. Uh, what you can't see is that Indiana Jones is definitely looking at Han Solo's remains inside of the Millennium Falcon right now. Uh, and he says, but it's all somehow familiar. Stay close, Shorty. Uh, because Short Round was with him at the time. Um, and Chrissy says, not skunk ape. So Chrissy will earn herself 500 points for coming in late to the show. And, uh, well, late to the question. But we're going to move on to our next category, which is called laughable laws. I was really kind of hoping nearly silent Nick would be here tonight, and yet he is not. Uh, Draco is known as the first recorded legislator in Athens way back in 620 BC time frame. The draconian constitution held draconian laws with punishments that don't always seem to fit the crime. Things like theft of an apple or cabbage, trespassing, or even just walking through someone's land. And being idle all held the same punishment. Which was death, of course. Yeah, you could get put to death for any one of those. Homicide, however, does not carry the sentence of death. Unintentional homicide was meant with exile. What was the draconian punishment for regular old on-purpose murdering? Stoning. Stoning. Disembowelment. And then they put the coals in your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Dildo in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm giving Eric an extra 50 points because he posted in the thing I was very confused when I saw To Catch a Predator it wasn't a sequel to the Fantastic Arnold movie. Uh, so Eric's getting another 50 points. Uh, Lee Douglas said a gator tied a gator tied to a parking meter which is his favorite law which I assume is uh, illegal. Uh, Lee Douglas also says exile. We've got analingus. Which is Curtilingus's first name. Uh, we've got Sodomy, says Michael. We've got Dildoing, says Chrissy. Uh, this is going to be a 500-point question. Six million points if you can make me laugh. Uh, uh, sorry, you're right. 6.5 million if you can make me laugh. Um, and uh, let's go f five points if you're closest without getting it right. What did I say? 5,000 if, if you get it right? Yeah. 5,000 5, if you get it right. All right. What's your guess? Joe with the show. Cut off your head. Cut off your head, says Joe with the flow. Holy Sister Lisa. Mm, stoning. Stoning? I told you. Say it again. Disembowelment. Disembowelment. Uh, 50 lashes with a dildo. Or <laughs> whatever the family of... The family of what, Jackie? Jackie, I'm going to need you to be more specific. Because <laughs> it's going to be close to the right answer. Hey, well, the, the problem is, it's not going to be close. That's exactly the right answer. Oh, really? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, 50 lashes with a dildo? Yes. 
That's, that's the right answer. That's the right answer. All right. Um, hey, if you're watching on Facebook, give me an answer. I need an answer in the next, I don't know, six seconds, seven, seven eight seconds. In the meantime, uh, make sure... Uh, make sure you go to uh, hotpassport.com and order yourself a hot passport. Use the promo code free tacos, uh, all capital letters. Tacos is T A L K O S. There's no space in there. And uh, if not, go to our Apple podcasts and leave a comment and subscribe. And we will enter into a contest to win a free podcast. Uh, Hot passport, which we will draw eventually when I decide we've got enough entries because I have them in my car, so it'll be me. All right, let's see. Who gave me some answers? I've got uh, Gouge the Eyes Out from Eric. So what did I say? 5,000. I've got uh, Exile, says Lee Douglas. Who gets 5,000? I've got, uh... I thought you got 5,000 if you got it right. Analingus from James Winston Paquette, who gets 5,000. Everybody gets 5,000. I got, uh, Michael Sodomy gets 5,000. I've got Dildoing, says Chrissy, who gets 5,001, because she read the room. Uh, I've got, uh, 50 Lashes with a Dildo, or whatever the family of the victim wants, says Jackie, who gets 5,000. 2020 for being the most correct uh and then she says me afterwards so i'll give her a negative six points for grossing everybody out uh joe joe gets five thousand holy sister lisa gets five thousand dj pizza gets five thousand all right so the answer is uh by draconian law, it is actually up to the family of the victim to decide the punishment, which could be pretty much anything. So if you guessed anything, you get points. Wow. Uh, but for being most correct, um, that is why Jackie gets the 5,020 points, um, which could include death. But then I guess that would make them murderers, and then everything would start over again. Luckily, lawmaker Salon, S-O-L-O-N, repealed a bunch of it, uh, if not all of the draconian laws, and there's actually a word in English called salon, which literally means wise lawmaker. That comes from his name. It doesn't really come from his name. It actually is his name, just not capitalized. In 1571, British Parliament passed a law which was a three-farthing fine if anybody broke it. Even at the time, the law was considered absurd, but it is stated that on Sundays and holidays, all non-noble Englishmen over the age of six must wear what, must wear what specific item of clothing? We have a wig, says Dijo. Non-nobleman. So I'll, I'll allow you this. You'll get one mulligan. A belt. A belt. Say this again. A non-nobleman. Non-nobleman over the age of six must wear, was, must wear what item of clothing on Sundays and holidays, according to this law? It's a specific piece of clothing. We have a belt. A pocket. We have a... <laughs> you also get a mulligan. <laughs> a pocket is not a piece of clothing. It ties on. Well, back then they did. They tied. They tied on. Okay. Bye. You want you want to go with pocket? No. All right. I'm giving you a chance to have a real guess. Okay. Mama K says tie. Eric says a underwear. No. Oh, what does Eric say? <laughs> Eric says a cod piece, preferably with spikes. Lee says underwear. James Vincent Paquette says po- uh, says cock ring. High heeled shoes. High heeled shoes, actually designed for nobles men. In fact. Damn it. <laughs> Stockings. One more, one more guess. Stockings. <laughs> one more guess. What would you like? If not high heels, what? What type of clothing might somebody wear if they're totally cool and host trivia? If they're totally cool and host trivia. Where's uh, host trivia? A hat. A hat. That's a great guess. All right, uh, so uh, again, this is going to be a thousand point question. Uh, five, 50 points, 500 points if you're the closest without getting it right. And uh, 
1,200 points if you make me laugh. Uh, so for making me laugh, we have a cod piece, preferably with spikes from Eric, who's going to get uh, 1,202 points because that's funny. He added with spikes. Without spikes, that wouldn't make me laugh, but with the spikes, makes me laugh a little more than um, underwear. But, but it's like underwear. It's under there. It's always funny. Uh, so Lee... Lee gets 1,200 points. Uh, and Cock Ring uh, from Jane Spencer Beckett only gets 600 points because it didn't say vibrating Cock Ring, which is really the funnier thing. Um, we get a chastity belt from Chrissy, which is never funny. Uh, and we're going on to the answer now. 4,000 points, although repealed only 26 years later. Uh, you see, in 1971, the British wool industry was on the verge of bankruptcy. So in order to assist the struggling entity, Parliament passed a law stating that any Englishman over the age of six must wear a woolen cap on Sundays and holidays. This gives a thousand points to Mama Kay, who also said hat, and a thousand points uh, to DJ Pizza. Uh, for getting it correct. Um, when it was finally repealed in 1597, people were so fond of these flat caps, they actually stayed in fashion even today. This is Jason Statham. Look at that handsome dude with his stupid flat cap. All right, moving on to the last one, which I chose specifically because I love the name of this city. Chateau de Neuf du Pape is a famous winemaking town in France. In 1954, Mayor Lucien Jeune passed a law making it a criminal fence to land what sort of craft in or on the town of Chateau de Neuf de Papé? Mining. Mining crafts. Minecrafts. <laughs> Weaving. Weaving crafts. <laughs> mining, I said mining. Ma okay, it's a, literally a vehicle of some sort. Oh. It is a craft. What sort of craft oh, is oh. illegal to land in or on the you, town? You should have freeze. I literally said the craft. craft. I said craft. As in like crafts, like arts and crafts. Like That's crafts. what I was thinking. Okay, a UFO. A helicopter. Chateau de Neuf de Papi. We have helicopter. We have UFO. We have, and UFO is going to get me some giggles. Uh... And this is a 2,000 point question if you get it right. Uh, 600 points if you can make me laugh. Brewing beer. Lee Douglas loses eight points for hurting me personally. The covered donkey wagon. <laughs> covered donkey wagon. 600 points for jail. I don't remember what I said for points if you make me laugh. We got balloons, car, painting, aircraft, rowboat. Balloon, car. I feel like I've waited long enough because we actually do have a correct answer already. I knew it was UFO. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> Turns out in the mid-1950s, the entire world was gripped with fear over aliens. No! Well, when a man in northern France <laughs> claimed to have seen extraterrestrials leaving in a cigar-shaped craft, June knew... What he must do and place a law in effect making it illegal to fly over, land on, or take off in a flying saucer. I'm totally getting to That's awesome. <laughs> 2,000 points for Holy Sister Lisa. <laughs> oh, guys. I'm just trying to be funny. And it worked. You won. Uh, although Mayor Lucien Jun's own son, Eli Jun, claimed it was just a publicity stunt, the people of Chateau de Neuf de Pape refused to eliminate the law when they voted on it again in 2016. Seriously? When I win the lottery, first thing I'm doing, I'm buying a place in Chateau de Neuf de Pape so I can put that as my address. And we're going to start doing podcasts from Chateau de Neuf de Pape because I love saying it. Um, yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. You never know. You never know. All right, moving on to our final category tonight. I think we're making some pretty good time here, but again, I don't care. All right, so the world's Florida's first ski resort didn't last long as all the snow melted away, leaving us with Blizzard Beach Water Park. The ski resort chairlift is still there to take you to the top of Mount Gushmore. 
Did you know that Blizzard Beach actually set a Guinness Book of World Record in 2012? What was the record that Blizzard Beach is on the books for? Still? Currently? No. But in 2012, they set one. In 2012? 2012. Hmm. All of you worked for Disney. I know. And half of you worked for Disney. <laughs> and the other half are obsessed working, with Disney. I was working for Disney in 2012. You sure were. I mean, we all were. So, yeah, what was the record? <clears throat> Chrissy says my said it was awesome and that my pronunciation was hysterical, but my pronunciation is actually on fucking point. <laughs> Ask a French person how to pronounce Chateauneuf de Pape, and they will say Chateauneuf de Pape. They'll probably have a cigarette in their mouth, though, because all French people smoke, but they will also say it in a derogatory tone, like, you're American and you should know this. Chateauneuf de Pape. I will not have my croissant now. <laughs> croissant. All right, so I have most banana hammocks hammocking bananas. 5,000 points to Eric. <laughs> I, I've done such a good job keeping score this time, but I can't read anything because I've done so good keeping score, and everybody's just blending in with each other. Uh, most people that lose their tops in the wave pool. Most people lose their tops in the wave pool. 5,000 points uh, for making me laugh there. DJ Pizza. That you're part of the Guinness Book of World Records. They were like, they were sitting there, like filming you on the way down. They were like grabbing pictures. They were like, six seventy three, six seventy three, off the gushing crusher. Next. <laughs> Was this in 2012 that this happened? It might have been. All right. All right, so here's the thing. Here's some other things we've got. Uh, we've got most people participating in a swimming lesson, biggest swim lesson, beach balls, most wedgies and in, in full moons. Uh, my dream job is being an undercover security guard that chills in the wave pool watching for creeps, which I think just makes you a creep that gets paid. Most Brazilian losing suits on slides, says Mama K. 5,000 points for Mama K. Uh... All right, Holy Sister Lisa. I am saying <laughs> most ice cream sandwiches sold. Most ice cream sandwiches sold. As you know, Blizzard Peach actually does uh, ice cream buckets, buckets and they do donuts, so that's wrong. Thongs. 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 Just, just thong, the thong, thong, thongs. <laughs> Five thousand points for DJ uh, for uh, Joe with the show. Biggest dildo to come down slide. The buildest. <laughs> <laughs> What was that that hit the windshield? I don't know. It, it must have been a mosquito. That mosquito shirt a huge dick. All right, 5,000 points for Holy Sister Lisa. Uh, 5,000 points for Chrissy. Uh, and then I guess let's just go 10,000 free people who gave me the right answer. So uh, we got 10,000 for Michael, 10,000 for Lee, uh, and... Let's go ahead and talk about the real answer. In 2012, 500 people showed up to help create the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest swimming lesson. They would only hold the record until June 20th, 2014, however, when 1,308 people showed up at Sun and Fun Lagoon in Naples, Florida to snatch away the record, which they still hold today. Too bad Sun and Fun doesn't have a badass blue ice gator for a mascot. All right, let's move on to Disneyland. The Disneyland Hotel has been around as long as Disneyland. Originally built as a two floors of rooms, another seven stories were added to the tower in 1961, making it the tallest structure in Anaheim at the time. Strange thing, though, Disney didn't own the Disneyland Hotel until the late 80s. Who owned the hotel originally? Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner! I hope it's not that bastard Donald Trump. Donald Trump. That <laughs> bastard Donald Trump. Now we say, like, the Hilton thing. This will be, uh, I don't know. 50,000 if you can get it right. 2,000 if you can make me laugh. Uh, 1,000 if you were the closest without getting it right. right. So, uh, Hugh Hefner's get you 2,000. So we're going to stick with 2,000 for DJ Pizza. 2,000 for Eric. 
Um, we got a Sheridan Hotel. We got a Ha 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 Ha. Marriott. We got another Hilton. We got a Marriott. Le- Holy Sister Lisa. I said, what did I say? Hugh Hefner. I thought you said Hugh Hefner. No, like, no you said that. That bastard Donald Trump at first. Holy Sister Lisa also gets 2000. You, I'm not going to take points away for you just being Joe with the flow. We got Bill Gates. Here's the thing. Nobody's going to get this, so we're going to move on. That's why I made it such a high point question. Uh, I'm going to give the internet 10 more seconds. Hilton. You're just letting them Google it. Lots of Hilton. Well, I mean, if they can... <laughs> Here's the thing. It took me a while to Google it myself, so I feel like I gave him plenty of time. The Rather Corporation owned it until the sale to Disney. Jack Rather was the owner and was a petroleum businessman who later went on to be a TV producer for shows like Lassie and the Lone Ranger. Old Disney TV shows. Uh, Jack married a woman in 1947 named Benita Granville, which he married, uh, which he named the Granville Restaurant in the Disneyland Hotel after, which it kept that name until 2006 when the Steakhouse 55 opened. And I'm going to say, his middle name is Devereaux, which ends in an E-A-U-X, which is actually a pretty badass name. If I ever write a story, the first name of the character is going to be Devereaux. All right. We are on our final question for the night. I feel like you see that a lot in like New Orleans. Right? Like with the X. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Devereaux is a pretty badass middle name. Uh, So we're moving on to one of my favorite movies from when I was a child. Director Robert Stevenson is famous for many Disney live action films such as The Love Bug, Herbie Rides Again, and a couple of action in uh, live-action animation hybrids like Bedknobs and Broomsticks and the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Mary Poppins. One of my favorite films as a child was the first film he ever directed, which came out in 1959, and revolves around the American Revolution. What was the name of Robert Stevenson's first film slash first Disney film? Babs in Twilight. Babes in Toyland, I think is how it's oh, pronounced. <laughs> I think it is pronounced Babes in Toyland. <laughs> it made you laugh. Five thousand points for Holy Sister Lisa. Swiss Family Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson's not as funny. Oh, did I go back a thing? I don't even know how that, how to do that. So, huh? That's fun. Eric gets 5,000 points (laughs) for two girls, one cup. Uh, We got Song in the South from Jackie. Uh, Just like Song in the South, this movie is also not on Disney+. Unlike Song in the South, this movie has a chance of making it on Disney+. (laughs) We got 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 10,000? Isn't that? I thought it was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, isn't it? He only directed the first half. He only directed the first half. Lee gets uh, 2,500 points for that. Uh, Treasure Island says Mama Kay. Chrissy is watching again. Lisa's watching again. Lisa's watching and in the room. <laughs> Lisa says that's the sequel. It's half, it's half as long. It's half as good. <laughs> 10,000 leagues under the sea. Most people just call it League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> that was a bad movie. Uh, Joe, did you give us a guess yet? Dildos. You just said dildos. You're, you're hoping for that sweet 2,500 points. Yeah. And you got it. And you got it. You had no guess. Make the long shot. Here, here's the thing. Rather than saying nothing, I want to hear dildos. All right. Hey, uh, big baby. That's not your bag of beer. That's my beer. That's that's DJ Pizza's bag of beer. <laughs> All right, Chrissy, did you hear the last question or you need us to repeat it? She said Zorro. Zorro. Uh, well, he did direct 
No, that was that question beforehand. Who directed uh, things like Lassie and, I don't know, whatever I said. Uh, but that's not correct. Zorro's not a movie. But here we go. Moving on to the final answer for the final thing. Revolving around the life of the titular character, Johnny Tremaine, who was an apprentice to Silversmith, who burns his hand with a silver and can no longer work as a smithy. Friend Paul Revere recruits him into the Sons of Liberty as a messenger. After the theatrical release, the film was uh, released as a two-part series on TV on November 21st and November 28th, 1958. Can you imagine having to wait a whole week for the second half of a movie? Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Avengers, I'm looking at you. Two scenes from this movie were shown as parts of Disney's anthology series, the Boston Tea Party section, and the piece about the shot heard around the world. Um, let's see, I'm going to add up some points here real quick. I am thinking, gosh, I don't know. I can't really read most of my writing. Let's just give this to Eric for tonight. Eric, you won. Take with you nothing but pride. For being my favorite nephew and for winning. Uh, Lee Douglas, you gave a good show. You came in probably somewhere between second and fifth. Uh, Michael, thanks for joining us tonight. Jackie, James and the Bat Cat, who gave me, made me laugh quite a bit, then probably had to go walk his dog. Big Mama K, you did a great job. Great showing. Uh, Chrissy, here as always, and probably came in second. Uh, we got DJ Pizza, Holy Sister Lisa, Joe with the Flow. And Jackie, who did a great job tonight as well. Um, oh, Jackie, you actually did really great. If you didn't lose those six points, uh, you might have won. Uh, and uh, here we go. Thank you for joining us, everybody. I am David the underscore underscore. I'm the David the Brewery underscore buddy. Thank you for joining us. Check out our website. Check out our uh, Apple podcast site and uh feel free to go ahead and uh spend some money save five dollars on the hot passport site thank you for watching free tacos and we'll see you guys next time yeah Yeah, chrissy just say dildo you'll get the humor (laughs) dj pizza is gonna lick your neck